Hey, this is David Diggs. You're about to listen to Breakthrough, the new Audible original hosted by me, where you'll connect with five undiscovered artists intimately and exclusively through their music and voices alone. At the end of the season, judges Kelly Rowland and Sarah Bareilles will crown one artist the winner. Who will break through? Let's find out. And for more captivating music storytelling content, go to audible.com slash music and sign up for a free trial. This program contains mature language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Breakthrough, where you don't need to be seen to be heard. Five artists are competing for $100,000 and a chance for their big breakthrough. I'm your host, David Diggs. Last time, the artists had their first original songwriting challenge, Write a Lullaby. Everybody's tapping into the wisdom of ourselves as children. In the end, Mitch was able to find the emotion he needed for a winning lullaby with a little help from his adorable daughter. No. I can't turn back the time when neither can you. I just took a guitar staring at my child and being like, what do I want to make sure that you know? Unapologetically be you. Melanie's experience teaching kids didn't end up being a huge boost when the mentors disagreed with her definition of a lullaby. They talked about it being very, like, stagnant. In my opinion, that's what lullabies are. They're just very repetitive. And, like, to me, that's the point of a lullaby. Blaze's track shined, just not brightly enough, and he was frustrated with the results. When you finally get so excited, you get this great feedback from the song, and like, oh, man, yeah, I'm really excited. And then I hear it, it's like, that wasn't it. We have yet to hear Blaze, Melanie, and Jana get a win under their belt. But we have four more challenges for them to make a strong impression with the mentors. Meanwhile, Mitch joins Sasha with one win each. But this is still anyone's game, because this competition is about more than just accumulating wins. The artists are building up singing and songwriting muscles along the way. And the moment of truth is at the live finale where they'll draw upon everything they've learned, put it all together, and deliver an outstanding performance in the hopes of being crowned the final winner. So with that, let's dive into our next challenge. We're back to covers, but with a groovy theme. I'll let Sarah and Kelly explain. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> All right. Now, these artists honestly just keep getting better with each challenge, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. But they still have a ways to go before they're ready for the live finale. True. I must say, I do want them to focus a little more on the way they interpret and deliver their song. So I think we should have them do another cover song. What do you think? Ooh, I'm in for it. <laughs> and I think if we're going to do another cover song, it has to be from my favorite decade in music, the 60s. Love the 60s. This challenge is the 60s challenge. There are so many incredible songs that came out of the 60s, but choosing a great cover is not just about singing it well. Great artists impact the culture. And the hits mm. of the 60s really, really spoke to the political climate, the cultural zeitgeist. Mm. So for this challenge, I want the artists to go back into the past and pull these songs into today and reinterpret them. 
make them really, really speak to a new generation. Ooh, <laughs> that is a tough assignment. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to do a song with a message yeah. and it not be corny. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what I mean? I remember doing Independent Women and I'll never forget just being in the studio and be coming back in and singing the chorus. And I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> like, mm, like yeah. I like how it made me feel like, because we were still so young in the music industry. Like, it kind of made me feel like I had a voice, you know, mm. and to be able to take that forth and and sing it to other women. It was just really incredible. I mean, I talk a lot about the song Brave, but making a song that meant you could take a risk without an attachment to an outcome, but just that knowing that like being brave and showing up with your full self was the whole, that was the finish line. That was a real shift in my own perspective. And I watched it really make a difference to other people too. So, you know, when Mm -hmm. we look back at this decade, this incredible decade of music where we had these protest songs and Mm -hmm. all these different genres that were popping off in all these incredible ways, This is another moment in time where we need this kind of music more than ever. That's a fact. So we're going to be judging this challenge based on who interprets their song best with a clear message that's relevant today. And for the artist that does best, the prize for this challenge is a vintage record player. Hearing these songs on vinyl, and I love that so many new artists are putting their records out on vinyl again. It's just, there's nothing like hearing vinyl. I agree. These songs better be turntable worthy for sure. Cannot wait to hear them. As always, the mentors are tracking everyone's growth and overall performance for when they crown a winner at the live finale. But for this individual challenge, they'll be looking at each artist's creativity, originality, and vocal performance. Today, we'll follow Melanie. I'm a bit nervous about this challenge. Jana. I am excited about this one. And Blaze. 60s is, I think that's when music was as purest. As they travel back in time and bring us some lessons from the past. First, we're heading to Columbus, Ohio to check in with Blaze. He's wowed the mentors a couple of times already. Remember that stunning version of Hold On? haven't heard Blaze lock in a win yet, but he's in good spirits. I have to only be Blaze and like I I can take feedback, but I have to do what feels good and what I want to be proud of. Blaze loves 60s music and is a big Donny Hathaway fan. But part of this challenge is to hear how the artists reinterpret these classics and bring them into a new era. What sort of statement they want to make. The message I want to bring to the world today is to have positive relationships, work through the healthy conflict, and stand by your person. No matter who that person is, stand by them. So when I sing sing the song, I'm probably going to be thinking of my wife, and then she's going to be right there in front of me while I'm making it. We've been married five years now. We met through a mutual friend. She invited her to an event that I was singing at, and then I saw her, and then I forgot the lyrics to my own song (laughs) that I was singing. She actually came to talk to me. I was speechless, and so I kind of was like really awkward. I was like... I'm blazed by. <laughs> Despite an awkward beginning, the two hit it off. A lot of my songs about my wife, we come from different cultures and different mindsets. My wife from Israel, I'm from Bahamas. We have two different views of how things should be. But what we've done over the years, we found out like standing isn't easy. Like standing requires work. 
Standing requires patience. And I would just want to remind the world, like, we live in a time especially where whoever you love, you need to stand by that person. Let's find out if Sarah and Kelly will be on board with Blaze's take when he plays them his demo track. Remember, Blaze collaborated with a music producer on this early, unfinished sketch of a song idea for initial reactions. What's up? How are you? I'm feeling great. So let's talk <laughs> 60s. How did you take this, this challenge? I chose the song Stand By Me by Ben E. King. That's such an iconic song. Iconic is right. The roots of this song reach back to a Southern gospel hymn. Ben E. King released his version in 1961 when he had just left his band The Drifters to strike out on his own. And this song solidified his status as a solo artist when it reached number one on the Billboard charts. I'm really trying to think of how I'm going to bring my own interpretation to it. I think what I want to do is um, I want to take a risk, but I think it's a big risk. Um, I want to kind of pop it up with like a little happy feeling. Yes, let's hear it. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light I see, yeah. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. Oh, oh darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, oh, stand by me Stand, stand by me Stand by me Blaze! Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I love that Oh my gosh I wouldn't have expected that version of it at all I just wanted to do something different So Well, guys, I might have the unpopular opinion here a little bit. And maybe because I'm maybe a little purist on this song in particular. It's just one of my, happens to be one of my favorites. But I felt like for me, the song got obscured a little bit. Of course, it's fun to reimagine something, but probably something simpler may, may have worked a little better for me. But I'm just one of many. I like the idea that we have heard this so much, though, that you're just mm -hmm. trying something new over it. But you make a great point. No, I think those are the right. I mean, those are the right songs to go to swing big with. Yeah. Could be just that, you know, every once in a while you have one that's like, for whatever reason, you're really attached to it. Right. Like, oh, I can't hear it any other way. <laughs> right. Oh, no, I get and, that. And, I get it. I get it. It's just, you know, a taste thing. But I got to be honest. I got to be honest. No, I, I absolutely respect that and appreciate the feedback. I mean, however, I still got to be blazed no matter what. So I still got to be myself. I do respect your opinion, though. <laughs> All right, guys. Can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you at the listening sesh. Hey, let's go. Ooh, that's a tough call. You got two different opinions from two musical greats. But Blaze sounded pretty sure of himself there. When Sarah gave me that feedback, what I think I struggle with as an artist the most is not being the most educated. I never went to college. Never went to school for music. I just surrounded myself with like musicians and I, I learned all my music theory from good old YouTube University. <laughs> and I feel like just because someone's been to school for something, 
Like they necessarily don't know more than me, but that's the all that's always been my fear. Do I really know enough? Do I really have all the tools? Time to go to New Jersey to check in on Melanie. So far, her story has mostly focused on love and happiness. Remember Sarah's feedback on her wedding song? The romance of this piece. I felt like I could hear you smiling behind these sweet words. That sweetness comes from a source, Melanie's family. I'm Isabel, and I'm Melanie's older sister. Melanie and I tend to sound the same. You can say that again. If and when Melanie makes it big, it sounds like she's got a vocal double ready and waiting. I think Melanie is the best singer in my family. Just don't tell her dad. (laughs) I am Francisco. I am Melanie's father. Music has been with us our entire life. I always dreamed of becoming a recording artist. But then I saw the reality of a lot of the people who were in the music industry and the struggles they were going through. And I pursued medicine. I think Melanie recorded like a demo CD when she was 14, 15. But my dad would encourage her to have a stable career. Melanie definitely had this musical gene and that's always with her. That is really her passion. But I've also told my kids, you know, in the hierarchy of things, security, financial security and stability is important. She's always loved kids. And I think she gets to use a lot of her performing in teaching as well. She's a teacher and that takes a lot because you dedicate more time with your job than anything else. And then you're home and then you have a family and your family is also very, very important. Like, obviously, she's adjusting to her newlywed life into her new home. I think she didn't realize the time management that this competition would take sometimes. Now that music is coming back into Melanie's life, she's struggling to balance work, family, and the competition. And unlike some of the other artists, she can't take off work to focus on the challenge. I'm up early, I'm in a classroom with students that are very sweet kids, but I have to have a lot of energy in there with them. And then I get home and like, I don't have like a minute to like stop and think about what I'm doing like right before I record. I just feel flustered. Oof, hang in there, Melanie. Your fam is rooting for you. Do I think she can win it? I think she can win it. But she's my daughter, I'm biased. I feel like she definitely has what it takes to win. She has her unique voice and people turn to it because it's beautiful and it's special and it's different. To showcase that special voice, Melanie could just choose a fun, soulful song from the 60s and be done with it. But part of the challenge is a thoughtful reinterpretation. Despite her many real life obligations, Melanie managed to squeeze in some studio time with her producer to collaborate on a demo for Sarah and Kelly. Let's hear what they think of it. Hello. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Hi. how are you guys doing? Where are you, babe? I am at school right now. God bless the teachers, all of the teachers listening. God bless you all. So how did you feel about this week's 60s cover challenge? I was excited about it. I'm singing Time of the Season by the Zombies. Oh, I love that song. This sultry song from the British rock band didn't become widely popular until 1969, over a year after its release. Since then, it's become a key song within the psychedelic and free-loving genre. I feel like in some ways in our society, we're like stumbling backwards Mm -hmm. uh, with like women's rights and with LGBTQ community. And I feel like I want to be someone who's like pushing that forward as a 
a spot of inclusion and acceptance. I feel like art is the best way for people who are closed off to open up to an idea. Can't wait to hear. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's let it roll. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun to promised lands To show you everyone It's the time of the season for loving cool melanie one thing i feel like you should work on just breathing it's the time of the season for love. Or whatever that was, but knowing where your breath is to just allow you to really float on that note. I really enjoyed it. I almost feel like whatever it does, I want it to go further in one direction or another. I'm not entirely sure I know what the song is about. (laughs) (laughs) Even as I'm reading the lyrics. Yeah, some of those lyrics are a little bit uh, sexy vibes as well. Lean into that. It just felt like it was somewhere in between two places. Does that make sense? It actually makes perfect sense. It's gorgeous. I mean, your voice sounds beautiful. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just trying to, I guess, figure out you, who you, like who you are, like what your whole vibe and style is. That's always a hard question for me. I don't ever feel like I'm just one thing because I listen to everything. I, yeah. I, I'm always like covering whatever I happen to be obsessed with at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's all of those different colors. So I know that makes it kind of hard to kind of read me as a singer mm-hmm. or as an artist. But let me share this with you, Mel. So That was a feedback I got early in my career. I I had meetings at Columbia Records and people literally were like, I really like you, but I don't have any idea like who you actually are. And I was so like, well, I'm me. I'm just me. I love everything. I love reggae and I love hip hop and I love soul music and I love jazz. And I was trying to do it all. But I actually think even though the feedback was for me painful and I took offense to it, it was helpful in honing the the sort of the epicenter. You got to know where everything else is built from. And, and sometimes I think it's easy to dive into all these different styles because we love them and we're a fan of them. But it's, it's obscuring a little bit what is at the epicenter of who you are. The question just needs to be, where am I in this? Yeah. It's a hard thing to figure out. I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> I think for this one, as a challenge, just make some really definitive choices about what you want this song to be. Don't let it be in between two places. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate all of the feedback from both of you. No, thank you, Mel. Can't wait to hear where this goes. Me too. Finally, let's head across the country to Van Nuys, California to check in with Jana. For the next session, I don't want to be so much in my head about it and... I just got to throw 
the misconception of, of feeling like I'm not good enough or like I don't have what it takes. I just have to throw it away. There's a certain Supreme Court case that weighs heavily on Jana's mind for this challenge. In the case of Roe versus Wade for um, a bunch of men and, and people who just don't get it to to even have the audacity to say what a woman can or can't do at the expense of her health and her life is beyond me. How dare you? How dare you? You do not own me. You do not own us. <sighs> I'm getting hot. <laughs> Let's hear how that comes out in the demo tape Jana brings to the mentors. Hi, Jana. Good morning. How did you interpret the challenge and talk to us about your song choice? I went with You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. Ooh. Such a strong choice. Leslie Gore was only 17 years old when she recorded the song. Since it's released in 1963, this song has become an anthem for empowerment and equality. I really feel as though this song also speaks to self-respect, self-worth, and standing up in that. I really got to draw from this place of anger and frustration, like not only with the with the current state of the world, but also with just like past relationships. I got to open up old memories with exes. I'm also tapping into a moment where... I threw out pieces of myself. I was living with a boyfriend a little bit before quarantine and I kept my journals and I would keep songs in these journals and my life experiences in these journals and just manifestations in this journal. And one day he had read a few pages and was so uncomfortable by them and would not um, settle the differences between us until they were gone. And so I found myself throwing them out and ripping pages out and moving forward. I'm coming in with the confidence of knowing who I am and not settling. But now the new generation has to step up and we have to find our voice and figure out what our fight looks like so we can get things back in order. Because, you know, the government don't own this body, don't own my body, don't own the bodies of other women. That's right. And how dare they? That's right. I love what you said, though, Jana, about like, it's our job. We're moving the ball down the field, yes. you yes. know, forever and ever. Right. It feels like the torch has, in a way, been passed down. Let's go. Let's hear it. <laughs> you don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can go with other boys And don't tell me what to do Don't tell me what to say And please, when I go out with you Don't put me on display Cause you don't own me change me in any way you don't own me don't tie me down cause I never stay okay Ooh. okay first of all I love how sassy it is it was like you were singing through your teeth you were so mad and when you let those big moments go and don't Tell me what to say. 
Like when you go for those, mm. like just kind of throw them away at the end. And I think sometimes when we like go for those notes, it's like, don't tell me what to say. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> throw everything away. You don't own me. Uh, you know what mm. I mean? Like really like. Yeah, drag it out. Drag it out just the hair. Yeah, let it be dirty. Yeah. That freedom that you're asking for, let that be a part of how you deliver. Because the way you were talking, you sound like a warrior. You sound like mm-hmm. you can lead women to figure out like where we should be, where we should be protesting, what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like you sound like a leader. So like, wow. how would you say it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I love that. Yeah. It's a great thing to think about. Wow, that just took on a whole different weight for sure. I appreciate you both for this feedback. Thank you so much, ladies. I got homework to do. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Mm -hmm. Let's check in right quick with our other two artists, starting with Sasha. She won the first challenge, but what message is she bringing with her 60s cover? I chose Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan. Yes! You went for it. That's right. The freewheeling Bob Dylan. The Nobel Prize winner himself, he asked a lot of big questions in this song, questions about war and about peace. It was inducted into the Library of Congress, and Peter, Paul, and Mary's cover version reached number one on the charts. I just felt like it's such a true testament to where we are right now is that the answers seem to actually be there. A lot of us can see that the solutions to a lot of the problems that are going on in this country and in the world right now, but nobody seems to act on it. Okay, well, let's hear it. How many roads must a man walk down Before you can call him How many seas must the white dove still Before she sleeps in sin And how many times must the cannonballs fly It's beautiful. Thank it's you. really beautiful. It's really rich. I actually feel like your your singing is dropping into a deeper place, which is really cool. If anything, I just I just want to hear just a little bit more from you. Like I just want to like okay. poke you just a little bit and go, just try something higher. <laughs> just move okay. somewhere else. Thank you, ladies, very much. Thank you. Finally, let's check in with our most recent winner, Mitch. He was able to tap into a lot of emotion with his lullaby. Will he be able to do it again with the 60s cover? I will be doing Smokey Robinson's Tracks of My Tears. Mm. The Tracks of My Tears has been called the best Motown song of all time. A sentiment echoed by the Grammys, Rolling Stone, even the U.S. government. With all that acclaim, you'd think the main character of the song might be less sad. He's putting on this smile, but really inside he's he's blue and he's broken. And so I just sort of started thinking about how like 
with social media and such and and just the issue of like insecurities and depression and mental illness people tend to like put on this face or put on a smile and and they only post what looks good the highlight and, reel yeah mm-hmm. but through all of that on the inside there's this blue sadness going on and take that on ourselves rather than being like hey i need you or we need each other i love that i'm in love with this let's hear this i'm excited people say i'm a life of the party because i tell a joke or two although i might be laughing loud and hearty deep inside i'm really blue so take a good look at my face You'll see my smile looks out of place But if you look closer, it's easy to trace The tracks of my tears Hey! <laughs> I loved hearing the range in your voice I'm like, yeah, do more of that like going for your country moments or even your flair, like when you say certain words and that feels like, oh, that's like a, a country thing. I mean, country is soul. You know what I mean? It's just a, a story that has soul in it to me. You got to lean into your soul, man, because it's just naturally there. I love where you're going with this. I love it. Now it's time to make it even better with your incredible producer. Thank you both so much. With feedback in hand, it's time for our artists to head back into the studio. They'll have just a quick hour with one of our award-winning music producers to refine their records. But you know what they say, no pressure, no diamonds. I feel like that's something Jonna would say. Hey, Swag! Hey, what up? (laughs) For this challenge, Jonna's working with Swag. They agree that they're going for a Rihanna vibe with this song. Sort of love on the brain meets higher. Don't tell me what to say. I have to bring frustration and anger to the forefront. Um, Those emotions were always things that I handled behind closed doors. I never want to be like the the mad black woman. How would you don't put me on display? You don't own me. I gotta get yeah. that right. You gotta get you gotta get that change right, sis. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. You judging me. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm not judging you at all. I mean it's it's a unique progression, so You don't own me. Don't try to change me. I was struggling a bit with certain uh, modulations within a song. Vocally, it's a little tricky. And I, you know, I'm so used to just hearing the chorus and just like throwing the, (laughs) throwing it out there that I never really listened to the technicality of it. I never had to apply myself in that way. So it's starting to feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't necessarily know what I took on. Uh Uh-oh, less than half of their session left, but it sounds like there's a long way to go. I want to listen back to it, but I also don't want to cry. Do you think you're afraid of failure? Afraid of falling or afraid of not being good enough? If Is that what it is? I feel like it's a monster on my back sometimes. It, like, it just likes to try to haunt me. I have the knowledge that right. failure is a part of the process and you're right. supposed to fail forward. But 
It was not until moments like this where I'm like, damn, y'all, I don't know, but I know I'm going to sit with it and I'm going to get it. Whoa, that is such an intense feeling when you start recording something and realize how difficult it is in the middle of it. That is a tough moment to break through. My only concern was we still didn't hit that last modulation. You can push yourself to catch it. Yes, you can. Just trust the process and listen, I'm not going to let you fall. So here we go, coming into the chorus. Oh, here we go. I don't tell you what to do. I don't tell you what to say. And please let me be myself. That's all I ask of you. I'm young. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you hit it. You actually hit it that time. Okay. Damn. You actually hit it. You know why? You know why? Because you emptied your mind and you're not thinking about everything else. Like you wasn't trying too hard. You just let it happen. I just really through performing this song, I need to make it clear that negative thoughts don't own me. Doubt doesn't own me. The tricks of the enemy do not own me. I just have to get this stuff off of me and I have to stand up on it and just, you know, reclaim victory from those moments. Yo, amazing. I wasn't sure if she was going to nail that progression. Honestly, that was real tough. Okay, she's got just a few minutes to hit the rest of those notes. Prayers up. While Jana and Swag race to the finish, let's check in on our girl, Melanie. She's working with Aaron. I think like the biggest thing that I took away from that is like the just lean into the sexiness. But I feel like that contradicts the social upheaval thing. So that made me kind of stuck. Yeah, I hear what they're saying, but I don't know. I don't want to do anything that doesn't feel like Melanie, though. Another thing that they're bringing up is really a confidence thing. I think about empowerment, you know, and owning your own yeah. body. And I mean, part of that empowerment, at least for me, is that, like, confidence in your sexuality. And if you need to draw the curtains, turn off lights, get a glass of wine, whatever you need to Oh my gosh, a glass of wine is a great idea. I might do that. Do it. Got some red wine. Oh, wow. That's great. <laughs> Whenever you're ready from the top let's, and let's do it. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Has he taken... This is a very sexy song. Like, you listen to the song and you look at the lyrics and you're like, hmm. But I'm going with the added challenge of relating it to social upheaval and such. But uh, they were like, lean into the sexy. I was like, okay, can do. Will do. Melanie's got just a few minutes left to get her track in shape. Yo, what's up, Blaze? What's up, Henri? Meanwhile, Blaze is working with Henri, and he has some choices to make. He's got to figure out what to do about that conflicting feedback from the mentors. Kelly loved it <laughs> from one side, and then from For the other sure. side, Sarah is like, I kind of yep. don't love it. And like, I, I can take feedback, and I respect both artists, but I have to do what feels good. Yeah, and then the question you can ask also is, how do you make it your own if you don't make it your own? You have to be you within that record. 
Ooh, you know what would be crazy? On the six, you can keep that feel, but you can start from the four, five, six, six, one. Okay, so you're gonna go. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Y'all made me sing my head off. Stand, stand by me, darling. <laughs> darling, darling, stand. Right. Woo! Yo, you gonna kill that. <laughs> me and Andre, man, we feel really, really good about it. When me in the studio, it was instant chemistry. And I know when I get a feeling, I call it like the it factor. I know that's it. Just a few minutes left, guys, but it sounds like there's still a lot to do. You know what we should do? What? Break it down. Man, yes. When the night has come and the land is dark. My plan is to keep pushing forward. Because, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, whether I win this challenge or lose this challenge, if I change the song, I, I wouldn't feel like I was myself. And, you know, if some people like it, that's awesome. But if some people don't, that's fine. But I know that I'm really proud of it. I've just learned to kind of trust myself more. Time is up for our artists. Anything unfinished is water under the bridge because now they're going to give us what they got at the listening party. Hi, friends. The vibe is good today, y'all. Are you feeling it good? It is. The energy's on a trillion. This is always the best part of the week. It doesn't feel like a competition until we get into this space. And I'm like, wow, y'all are fire. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the listening Ooh, session. Yeah. And we're going to dive in with Melanie. Time of the season by the zombies. So after the comments that you got, what were your thoughts? I was kind of thinking, okay, like, how do I lean into an emotion? So... We leaned into the sexy vibes. We leaned into the attraction and uh, had a little bit of wine to help out with those feelings. And mm. it was it was it was a lot mm. of fun. Okay, well, let's stop playing, stop talking, and let's listen. It's the time of the season when love runs high. In this time, give it to me easy. Let me try with pleasured hands To take you in the sun to promised lands To show you everyone It's the time of the season for loving What's your name? Your daddy. daddy is he rich like me? Has he taken any time to show you what you need to live? Tell it to me slowly. Tell you what I really wanna know. It's the time of the season for love. Well, well, well. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, well, well. That was pretty. Thank you, guys. That was beautiful. So Thank dreamy. You. 
you know, I know that you were struggling a little bit with making the sort of sexiness of the song feel like it was speaking to our prompt of the the social right. climate of the of the sixties and how that relates to now. And I think, you know, sometimes the song wants what it wants. You know what I mean? <laughs> the song wants what it wants. It wanted and to be sexy. It wanted to be sexy. It's so dreamy on your voice. Your voice has so much texture. It was a really, really beautiful sound on you. So for me, I I am really actually wowed by this week's performance. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> it's like you were feeling yourself in that session. You could tell. Yeah, that was you that were was feeling a... yourself as you should. <laughs> I love a sexy record. I really do. <laughs> and when I'm in the studio, I'll do exactly what you said. I turn down the lights. I will definitely have a little wine. Oh, and I light a candle. But yeah, it's great. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Great job, Melanie. Thank you so much. Hey, Mitch, you're up. Hello, hello. Good to see y'all. How'd you go back to the song, Tracks of My Tears? Yeah, I tried to lean into the soul, like like Kelly was saying, but I had to be honest. I didn't feel like I really emotionally got myself to where I needed to be for the way that I was applying the the meaning mm-hmm. of this song. Yeah. Um, I was more thinking about trying to sing the song. Yeah. And not about what I was saying. No, I appreciate that. I think sometimes, you know, like this is a journey and the places we missed up are just as valuable as the places where we've like found the gold. Let's hear Tracks in My Tears. Since you left me, if you see me with another girl, seeming like I'm having fun. She may be cute She's just a substitute Cause girl you are the permanent one So take a good look at my face You'll see my smile looks out of place But if you look closer It's easy to trace The tracks of my Tracks of my tears Oh baby, 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 baby The tracks of my tears Wow, Mitch. <laughs> that was fire. <laughs> that was so <laughs> Dang. Thanks, y'all. I think the approach so my friend Gary Jules had a yeah. pretty famous cover of Mad World and he made a somber sort of piano cover. And I think maybe there's something there to explore because really the intention that you had ascribed to this doesn't match the package. So like you're, no yes. wonder you were struggling to like insert the emotionality right. here because 
I think it, I think it just, it wasn't the right dressing. Like, exactly. But you sound great. You sound incredible. Ain't nothing wrong with your notes. I just want to feel you. That's all. That's super cool. Thank you for that. Hey, Blaze. What's up? Okay, so I was the outlier on this one. I was like, <laughs> I'm a purist here. So tell me where you landed on this, because I know we, we disagreed on this, which is totally, totally fine. <laughs> so after um, sitting with the song, I've heard so many covers of the song Stand By Me. I was like, I want to do something different. I want to do something that's authentically blaze. And I felt like I would have did myself a disservice if I changed it. Let's hear it. If the sky that we look upon should stumble and fall, or the mountains should crumble to the Like a different version. Hey! That was was cool. That was super cool. Can I say? Yeah. (laughs) It's growing on me. Let me tell you, I think one of the great hurdles we have to face as artists is how to negotiate feedback we disagree with. Hmm. I wrote a song called King of Anything on my second record because I realized when I was in the phase of songwriting for my second record Hmm. that every I played these songs for had an opinion about what was good, what I should change, how it should Mm. be reduced. And you just realize it's just all information. Some we agree with, some we don't. And so I I appreciate that you stuck with what felt true to you. And I respect that. Let let me tell you something. So, man, first of all, shout out to Andre, because he's the goat when it comes to court. He's mad. So we started vibing instantly. Like we're calling out chords, we're calling numbers. And it was like, ooh, yeah, LeBron, let's flip that. Like he was such a joy to work with. But I will say, I think in some places it's like, ooh, maybe this run should have been like a little shorter because mm. then this instrument is coming in. You don't want like the runs to fight with the track because the track is great. But I think that it might just be a placement thing. I could hear that. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. But I still think you did your thing. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. You did your thing. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Sasha. So how did you feel about how it ended up blowing in the wind? We knew we loved it when it was only partially finished. I really, really like this. This is probably my favorite thing that I've done in this competition so far. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. 
Beautiful, Sasha. Wow, I'm in shock. Sasha. I'm in shock. By the way, I know Sasha already crying. You can... <laughs> I think I'm just going to start calling Sasha Waterworks. <laughs> that came out so beautiful. I love the clarity in your voice on this. You were playing with dynamics in a really nice way. And I felt like you really brought the listener in. Thank you. And I know that you were really, you were pushing yourself to reach you know, kind of out of your comfort zone a little bit. You really went for it. I genuinely loved that. Thank you. I've tried to experience the emotion while you're singing and listening to the song. And I kind of, that's why I got emotional when when your kid was there, Kelly, because it's like, it's that generation. It's those kids. I literally get so emotional over it, Sasha. My little boy, Noah, came in the middle of this song to say good morning to me. And I've been having this conversation a lot lately about the state of the world and what it means for both of my boys. Um, So that's why that was all tears. But also because that was really beautiful. Thank you, ladies, very much. Thank you. Hello, Jana. How are you? I'm anxious and excited. (laughs) Why anxious? It took me some digging to get to that place to get it out. Um, Just speaking to everything that was going on with Roe versus Wade and for the song to have relevance today is Mm. very unfortunate. Truly. Amen. It's truly unfathomable that we're in this position, but hey, we got our work cut out for us. and There's lots of good people doing lots of good work, but this shit's crazy. It really is. So to all those folks, you don't own me. That's right. Well, let's hear it. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say.
felt like the pain and the struggle and the pissed off and the I felt all of that shit in there it was really rich well Donna how do you feel um I feel proud of myself I had to really tap into something to find that power where you can tell why I was singing it and I realized during the process I was like damn I don't think I've ever gave myself a moment in time to get in tune with my my anger or frustration or my mad. That's so good, Jana. Yeah, like that's something I would do only behind closed doors because I never wanted to be like, you know, the mad black woman. You know what? That's actually very well said. The truth is, is that I think when we grow up, there's this moment where it's like, oh, well, you can't be angry because one, as a black girl, you, you can't look like the angry black woman. And then two, it's ugly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. because it's a, like what they think is an ugly emotion is actually one that's like charged up with other things inside of it. Right. So I, I think that whatever you channeled was dope. And I love that you, the I love the half step. I do. I love oh, the half step. Oh, let me tell you, we was having parabolence, okay? Why? 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 I'm still trying to get my my pitch together, you know. Oh, so girl, I was we missing all try to get it. our pitch together. <laughs> I just kept missing it. You know, it's kind of beating myself up a little bit. I had to do some decompressing and he was okay. like, maybe you need to watch something, get a little shot in you or something and then attack, like, and then attack it. Don't let it defeat you. But we was going toe to toe for a second. But we got it. You know what someone just told me? They said, if it doesn't push you or it doesn't scare you, what's the purpose of doing it? Mm. Okay, I was pushed. (laughs) I literally live by that now. And we're creatives. We're artists. We should always be in the state of growth. So job well done this week, Jonna. Yeah, beautiful. Thank y'all. Thank you so much, everybody. You've given us another really difficult decision to make. Um, We'll see you in a couple of minutes. All right, time for the mentors to huddle up and pick a winner. Remember, they're looking at factors like creativity, originality, and vocal performance. Let's listen in. Ugh. Oh my gosh, Kelly, this is not getting any easier. I know. I love blowing in the wind. Mm. Tracks of My Tears was good. Season for Love was actually really, really good. It's not Blaze. I mean... Blaze just has it. It, it wasn't yeah. like he did wrong on this. He yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So we liked them all. 
they all sounded great. So, yeah. okay, so let's think about the actual prompt. So the idea behind this challenge was that they had to reinterpret these songs and make their message shine through to today. Right. I mean, it's like anyone can make a song sound nice, but who's actually saying something with their music? Right. Well, when you think about it that way, it kind of tips the scale just a little bit. I know it does for me, but what about for you, Sarah? I think we've got our answer. First off, you guys really nailed the 60s challenge. Your voices were heard this week, and it was really, really tough. But this episode, we have to say that Jana took the cake. Oh my God! Yes. Yes. Jana! Jana, Jana, Jana! Yes, Jana! Jana, it was so awesome to hear the presence and power of what you were singing and saying. It was clear as a bell. And for winning this challenge, you're getting your own vintage record player. <gasps> mm-hmm. My smile is off my face. <laughs> wow, thank you so Wow. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> I got my first win! I definitely feel like I'm growing for sure, like from the inside out and finding that power. And I had to dig deeper and come to terms with some personal stories that this spoke to. And I'm proud of myself. I feel like I showed up and showed out. Next time on Breakthrough, the artists take on another cover challenge, but this time, there's a twist. It's kind of the sink or swim moment for our artists. So for this challenge, I'm just going to push them just a little bit more. I'm going to handpick a song for each artist, something that's going to stretch them into new territory artistically. If I'm being honest, I am terrified. Oh, I was like, it's no way that I'm going to make it to the end without having like a vessel just pop in my brain. Things get real, and some of our artists start to crack. Well, sadly, the last two days have been pretty crap. It's just a lot. And this week's been been really hard with that. That's next time on Breakthrough. Stay tuned to hear the full version of the Breakthrough track, You Don't Own Me, by Leslie Gore, performed by Jana. Swag Arcilius produced that track, as well as the breakthrough track Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan, performed by Sasha. On Ray Gill produced the breakthrough tracks Stand By Me by Ben E. King, performed by Blaze, and Tracks of My Tears by Smokey Robinson, performed by Mitch. Aaron Tonkin produced the breakthrough track Time of the Season by The Zombies, performed by Melanie. Supporting all tracks were music director Ray Chu and engineer Jose Alcantar. You can listen to full versions of songs from this episode on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to music. Make sure to follow or subscribe to Breakthrough in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And please rate and review us to help others find out about our show. Breakthrough is an Audible original produced by At Will Media.
You don't.